Hi, my name is Aaliyah. And my name is Sueva. And we're the two teen girls behind the One Word Condos podcast. Every Thursday, we're going to have a conversation about one word that the audience requests. If you want to be part of the episode and send us a word, DM us on Instagram at OneWordCondos or email us at OneWordCondos at gmail.com. Hey guys, what is up? My name is Aaliyah, and welcome back to the One Word Convos podcast. Before we jump into the episode, I'm just here popping in to let you guys know about two different things. First off, this was a collab. We did record a podcast episode with Brooke, um, and we talked about navigating friendships through a business and starting a podcast and all that, so I'll definitely leave the link in the show notes along with her podcast and blog and everything. Actually, though, we'll definitely do that, so go check that out. And also, one more thing is that this was supposed to go up in November, but I can't look at a calendar apparently because we recorded this in November and I thought, okay, we'll be good. But no, it's it's going up in December. But with that being said, this is technically our November guest episode and we still will have another guest episode for the month of December. So don't worry, we will still have that. So I just want to let you guys know that. And yeah, let's get on to the episode because this is a really good one, honestly. Hey guys, it's Sueva. And Aaliyah. And we have a guest. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. My name is Brooke. I am the creator of the Actually Though blog and podcast, uh, which I think by now is available everywhere. Uh, And I'm really excited to be on with you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to record this podcast because those words they are such words where it's like they're complete opposites those words because they're like they're both opposite but at the same time we can touch base on so many aspects of those two words and I'm so excited to be talking about this with our guest and with my best friend yeah so I'm so awkward (laughs) okay it happens it's fine So we're going to jump into our, our weekly recap first, as you guys know. So this is where we just give a really brief rundown of our week of things that's going on. So Brooke, do you want to go first of just a brief week? Yeah, yeah, sure. You are kind of getting me at like the tail end of my vacation week. Um, I was originally supposed to go home to Vermont, but uh, COVID is still, you know, just causing all sorts of problems. So I ended up staying I live in Lexington, Kentucky, so I took the week off of work and just kind of hung out in my apartment and cleaned and watched way too much Netflix and then (laughs) spent Thanksgiving with some close friends and yeah, just kind of hung out with my dog and lived like my best dog mom life for like a week it was awesome oh, I love that that sounds like such That's a nice so and like relaxing in a way type week where it's like you clean and then also just like but still you got to see some friends and stuff so that's honestly like the best types of weeks that you can oh, get yeah. honestly yeah it was amazing especially with being a vet tech and stuff full-time it's like go 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 so to have a week to like sleep in and do what I wanted was really awesome for yeah. me what Netflix series are you currently watching I I'm gonna sound like such like an old man I feel like when I say this but I have been binge watching The West Wing which is like an early 2000s political drama no (laughs) I like don't know why but I love it so much I pretty much watched like eight seasons of it in a week and then just restarted it 
and that's like been where I've been for a week and a half now (laughs) to be completely honest I have no idea like what how politics work (laughs) I just not my strongest area but you know oh yeah (laughs) wow I could not find that stuff entertaining to me personally I I have a best friend who's really into like politics political journalism all of that so I'm like this makes me like understand what she does so it it makes it better I feel like yeah I'm not a (laughs) huge political type like person but the thing is there's this show called Patriot Act which is now like taken down now but I loved that show because he was a comedian too so he was hilarious at the same time and like just he talked about politics but it didn't seem like he was talking about politics it just seemed like that he was just talking about random stuff but he's literally I was taken down off YouTube the other the other like few days before and I was so sad about that too because it's literally the best show ever but yeah. So anyway, Sima, what how was your week? Um, I think my my think <laughs> my week was pretty good. It was pretty chill. Um we do okay, we're switching over now. So our school system works where it's for two weeks we would have um the same classes and then for the other two weeks we would have the same classes. So it's like one week, for example, I would have French for two weeks, sorry, I would have French and accounting. And then for the other two weeks, I would have math and English. So instead, we're just doing alternating weeks where one week I do French and accounting, the other week I do math and English. And I'm so excited because it's going to be so much more easier. The workload is going to be less. And overall, I'm having a pretty good week. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's just work. But yeah, that's literally going to be like the nicest thing ever. I know. How was your week? Mine, I'm literally blanking on my week right now because I don't think I did anything special. Like, I literally stayed at home this whole week. I think when, like, I wanted to kind of go out on Black Friday, but then there was, like, yeah. a lot of people here, and, like, there was a lot of, like, people in the mall especially, so then it was, like, mm-hmm. we kind of moved online. But apparently I heard that there wasn't any good deals for Black Friday, actually. Um, But, yeah, anyways, totally unrelated. But, yeah, I just, honestly, school and any other extra like I had a workshop this week that I went to for like coding and stuff so yeah that was like my very basic week <laughs> but, yeah. cute yeah. guess what what I took a picture with Santa <laughs> at the mall today oh, really <laughs> that's so cute I feel like I haven't done that in a very long time but that's like so yeah. cute oh it was just just me solo my like it was just me and my mom but my mom was like, it was so spontaneous. She's like, want to take a picture of Santa? I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't even know that, I didn't even think that Santa's would be allowed, like, for this time of year. Are, were you, like, you weren't allowed to sit on his lap, probably. No, I asked him, like, can't stay on your lap. He's like, he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even imagine. But anyway. Yeah, I so can- weird. Yeah, anyway, so I guess we can move on to our um, words of this week. Yes. So I thought we could start off with the word dreams, which is the one that me and Sueva actually picked. Um, mm-hmm. So totally like not as deep as I guess most people would probably think it is. But what is the weirdest dream that you've ever had? <laughs> That's oh a really goodness. on the spot question too. Oh my goodness. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd have to think about this. I feel like when I was younger, I used to have like a lot of very weird dreams about like food. Oh, all the time, like when I was little, and I don't ever remember there being like a story behind it. But I remember like telling my like best friend at recess like that I had all these weird food dreams, and I'm she was like, "You're so strange," but okay. <laughs> but recently, I have a lot of like 
animal dreams now, I feel like, because I work with so many animals. So there will be a lot of times where I have like weird kind of dreams about different animals that I like either know or don't know, just like that sort of thing. But I don't know. I'm really, I can't think of one like. Yeah, it's a really on the spot question. I know. (laughs) I'm going to think of it like way later. Okay. My God. I can't. I I could tell you. I have so many weird dreams. Like ever since um, COVID happened, I've been having the weirdest dreams anyone could think of. Like every single freaking night, I've been having these weird dreams, but I always forget them like when it comes to night. But I remember I had this one dream in my childhood. You know, sometimes you get those dreams that are just repetitive. And it's I've like- I've had that actually. I've oh, never it's had like, a dream all the time. <laughs> Oh, it's so weird. It's like you, you're like, I recognize this place. I've been here before. It's like a deja vu, but it's like in a dream. Um, and basically what it was, was I had these dinosaur friends. <laughs> I don't know. And I would be jumping on the ABCs, like A, B, C, D, the whole alphabet. There would be like letters, like squishy letters. And essentially what it is, is I would just jump from each letter with the dinosaurs and that's always been a dream of mine I don't know what the idea behind it what the message is but I guess you can say I have a connection with some dinosaur friends <laughs> my weirdest dreams are always like they're with the most random people that like I don't I barely think of but they're just like there sometimes one of the weirdest dreams that I had was like there was Oh, right. I, I was just like walking into a mall. No, I was walking out of a store and then this guy and like his girlfriend, his wife or someone like they were both walking into the store. This was this one. I was one of the dreams I literally remember perfectly, but they were walking to the store and then the thing beeped and the one like, you know, the security alarms. And then one of the workers was like, hey, like, what are you? You know, can I check your bags? And he's like, nope. And then it pulls out a gun and starts shooting everyone. And- <laughs> oh, what? Oh, really me out so much oh my goodness but like have you ever died in your dream because that literally happened to me in that moment and I that's never happened to me before or after I don't think so <laughs> that I can remember I mean like maybe I had some really horrible nightmare that I've like you're, you're, out of my mind <laughs> I'm not sure no but your guys's faces was like literally the most <laughs> priceless thing because that story just like, went downhill real quickly but yeah, that's a good- <laughs> I remember I had a lucid dream. I think I've only oh experienced God. one lucid dream in my life where I knew I was in that dream and I was going through everything in that dream. And I felt like I was genuinely there, but I wasn't. So I was at the park and I really wanted to wake up. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of being in this dream. I want to wake up. So I literally put a pole in front of my head and I smashed it on my face and then I woke up. <laughs> yeah, I've only known that I was dreaming once and it was like I had to jump off a cliff into, or not a cliff, sorry, like a, a very big diving board into like the lake. And then I was like, I'm just dreaming, I'm just dreaming. But I feel like I didn't know that I was dreaming, but I was saying that, like it was really weird. Oh my gosh. Enough about our dream and let's get <laughs> to the actual talking about what so dreams mean. You all, oh my gosh, you always do like, the above ground stuff and I always dive deep into everything so essentially Brooke I have a question for you yes do you have any long-term dreams I guess you could say they're goals but do you have any dreams in mind or visions of any sort yeah this is such a good question I feel like for me I'm very kind of 
goal oriented is kind of how I never think of it. And I always kind of think of like my dreams to like when I, you know, was younger, one of my dreams was to go to college or whatever. And to <laughs> me, my dreams are always kind of what lead into my goals, if that makes yeah. sense. So I always kind of like, will get, you know, take the blog, for instance, I've always kind of had this dream, I guess you could say of having a blog or a podcast, but until I kind of started working towards it, it was always just kind of this thing that I wanted to do. And then once I kind of start working towards it, that's when it kind of becomes, you know, a goal of mine. So I guess right now, you know, a dream of mine would be to go back to school. I graduated college in May. Um, and whether that be, you know, veterinary school or another graduate program, I'm not sure yet. Um, so it's kind of still in that dream phase of like, eventually I'll go back. I just don't know for sure what it is yet. Um, but I think that's like the biggest one. And then, you know, of course, having a family and things like that have always been kind of dreams of mine. Um, those are kind of like the main ones for right now, I think. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could consider dreams as like a vision as well. I know dreams, dream is a very kind of, to me, it's a very big word. It depends the way you perceive it. But when I think of the word dream, it's like such an impossible thing to achieve. But <laughs> when I say the word like vision or have a goal, it's it seems more real. But um, Aaliyah, do you have any dreams or visions that you would like to achieve maybe at some point in your life? Yeah, so right now, like, one of the things that I want to go to school for is, like, computer science, and that's something that's super, like, I'm really interested in, and which is so crazy because it was so different um, to what I wanted to do when I was, like, little, which, you know, I want to get into that later, but yeah, that's right now a dream. I think I would also agree just, like, I think that's, like, one of the biggest things right now that I can think of right now, like, a dream to get experience into my dream that I like, like, to, you know, maybe find you know, there's a lot of use internships for people. So even if I could find one where I could learn to code more and if I could learn to, you know, work on projects like that, like I think that's also a dream of mine that I really want to work towards and stuff like that. And maybe even like get a minor in like business because that's something that's super interesting to me also. So yeah. that's something that I'm really interested in. But I just wait, but like what is a dream of yours right now? Well, quite, of course I want to... Um get an education I want to you know maybe possibly get my master's degree in university that's one of my dreams that I set in place for myself and I'm working towards right now um but another side dream of mine is to you know find out who I actually am and what my purpose is on this planet I feel like that's a subconscious dream of everyone's but it's not so much like an actual goal but I feel like subconsciously everyone like wants to know their purpose or most of us some of us maybe found it already but that's my current dream right now I also really want to find something I'm genuinely so passionate for because um I do have many passions on the sides but to find something that I genuinely am passionate for and it motivates me and it just kind of makes me fulfilled and makes me feel fulfilled that is my ultimate dream at the moment or vision or goal but yeah I, I guess everyone has their own dreams no matter how big or small they are and I always like this quote oh, of course I've, I'm always I'm okay Brooke just a heads up if I ever quote anything or anyone I always mess up the saying and I I'm always mess up <laughs> I always end up just sabotaging the whole entire <laughs> quote and I just mess up everything but I like the one where it's like um 
your dreams won't work unless you do or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah, something yeah. along those lines and I feel like that is uh, very true a very true statement and uh, I heard it once and it keeps it keeps on repeating my mind whenever I hear the word dream that's I'm always reminded of that one word because if you're not working if you're not working towards that dream it's only a dream but you have to catch it so in order to catch it you have to work towards that dream so are you guys kind of I don't know having any difficulties or obstacles that you have to overcome while um trying to achieve your ultimate dream or ultimate goal as of right now I think everybody kind of runs into these obstacles. You know, I think mm-hmm. that 2020, if anything, has been just a yeah. year of crazy obstacles. Definitely. Uh, but I think even just, you know, whenever, you know, you're kind of reaching towards your dream or whatever, I think that you kind of face, you know, the obstacle of I don't have enough time or, you know, self-doubt or what if people aren't going to like it or what if people think that, this isn't what I should be doing. And, and you always kind of have those kind of self-deprecating obstacles. Um, I think for me, you know, right now it's a matter of, you know, I am working full time because, you know, student loans are still a thing and bills are still a thing and you got to pay your bills and whatever, and kind of trying to figure out how to navigate this, you know, dream of mine to go back to school or have my own business or start a family or all of this sort of thing combined with, you know, you also have responsibilities is kind of, you know, the downside to being an adult. That's where a lot of those obstacles kind of come into play. But I think, you know, something that my parents always told me, you know, when I was younger is, you know, if you want something, you're going to just kind of ignore the obstacles and you're going to figure out a way around them. And Mm -hmm. so I think that that's another, you know, good indication of whether or not you are willing to, you know, work for your dream or whether you're just kind of, you know, daydreaming, which is still great. And, you know, daydreaming about your favorite vacation spot is awesome and like totally should do that. And Mm -hmm. I have a million dream boards on Pinterest (laughs) for different things and all of that. But, you know, to me, that is kind of the difference of, you know, whether or not I think that something is truly a dream of mine, or maybe it's just kind of like a idea that I have that's going to pass is, you know, if I'm willing to kind of work for it and kind of ignore the obstacles, then I know that that's kind of the direction I should be heading. And if I'm kind of letting the obstacles just kind of build up and build up and build up, then I kind of take a step back and be like, you know, maybe that's not exactly a dream of mine as much as I thought it was. Oh my gosh, I 1000% agree with that. I want to say my obstacle first before I like, you know, go off what Brooke said. But yeah, my obstacle definitely like a huge thing with university, especially with computer sciences here is like, or everywhere at least, that's like your grades. Your grades have to get you accepted. And then I know like that's something that I've been stressing out with a lot because although we're in grade 11, our midterms count as like our early acceptances to like universities and stuff. And that's something that's been stressful. Um, and just thinking that like, oh my gosh, whatever, I don't get accepted to my dream school, even though, sorry, <laughs> even though I don't even know what my dream school is like um just things like that like I've stressed a little bit about that in the past few I don't know weeks or not even weeks but just a few times here in and out but yeah based on what Brooke said I I 100% agree I think that um 
things that are like obstacles that come in your way don't deter your decision to do something like if someone told me like oh my gosh going into med school is gonna be really hard like do you really want to do that I'd right away be like okay yeah no I don't want to do that but if someone told me yeah mm-hmm. and I have been told computer science is a hard major like it's something that it, it's a hard you know thing to go through and I'm and when I heard that, I was like, I know, but it, you know, everything's going to be hard, of course. And that was one of my things where I knew right away that I wanted to pursue that because, you know, even code right now can be hard. I cannot tell you for the life of me how many errors and bugs I get when I code um, and how many stupid mistakes I make. But like that, that's never stopped me because I've had so much fun doing it and I've had so much of a great passion for it. Um, and I, I've always like had a great reminder to myself that, and you know, have people reminded me too, that like, it's so normal to do that. It is such a normal thing. You can't, you know, get mad at yourself or be impatient with yourself. And you have to realize that that's just something that's going to happen. So it's definitely an obstacle, but I 100% agree with you that it doesn't stop you from doing what you want to do. And it, you actually just want to keep doing it and continue doing it. It makes you feel more proud. So yeah, yeah. 1000% I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, Sleepo, what about, what about you? Um, to be honest, uh, I obviously face um, quite a bit of obstacles in life, just in general, it doesn't matter. Like what, um, how big they are, how small they are, uh, we're obviously, we're going to face obstacles at one point in our life, and it depends on how you kind of take those obstacles, if you're going to learn from them, or if you're just going to fall down and not try to get back up. Um, I feel like the biggest thing for me is uh, manifestation. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard manifest manifesting, correct? <laughs> Yeah, um, and I feel like that plays a huge role in the way the outcome for me will turn out. It's it's crazy because when I want something, I envision it, and it's just like this with anything. Like I'm such a sneaky. So when I was, um, I still do this now, but when I want something, like okay, for example, if I really wanted a certain toy when I was younger, I would, and if my parents didn't want to get get it for me, I would envision like playing with that toy and I'd be like okay you know what this is my Barbie I'm gonna be playing with it and soon enough like I get that toy and it's all about have envisioning and that's what that's the word um thing that's why I ask you um you know do you have a vision and I feel like when you have a vision and when you're like visioning everything and all the goals that you're going to achieve it you are going to get it if you're working towards it if you're passionate about what you're doing if you want to get towards that certain goal the universe is going to eventually give you uh, what what you deserve back because if you're putting your best effort towards achieving a dream or a goal the universe it's going to give you what you deserve back because you've been putting that effort into it and I feel like when you manifest I was watching this Sean Mendes documentary it's called Sean Mendes <laughs> not expecting that that I'm sorry it's so random but it was so cool how he always had this dream of performing at um this center this uh stadium in uh so uh, he actually um is from Toronto sorry he wanted to perform at the center in uh the city and he's like you know I really want to perform at the center so bad and he wrote down uh in his like journal um I'm going to perform here, I'm going to perform here, I'm going to perform here, like a lot of times, a lot of lines. And soon enough in the future, he ended up performing there. So it's crazy how manifesting can really have you achieve that goal and it can fulfill your life just by envisioning something in your head because it leads to our next word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we want to get into our next word, but yeah. um, it it's like 
your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. And I know a lot of people are like, okay, hold up, what, what are you talking about? But when you have this envision, your mind is not going to be like, that's not real, that's not real, because you're envisioning it no matter if it's physical or if it's not, because it's still playing your mind. And subconsciously, that's going to affect the way you receive things in life and the way you perceive the world as well. And the universe is just going to automatically give to you what you manifest it's inevitable if you hear and listen to people's stories it's really mind-blowing so yeah I just want to touch base on manifestation yeah no (laughs) back to reality (laughs) no actually but every I I am a huge believer of everything happens for a reason and that like you know I also am you know believer of God and so the thing is like that I'm a huge believer of everything happens for a reason but even manifestation I understand how that works because if you say it aloud or if you envision it if you plan for it etc etc because you have to work for it no matter what no matter even if it's planned out for you even every like me and Sarah say this all the time on the podcast everything happens for a reason and you can't like the results are not in our hands but the work is um so I agree that like with manifestation that's where it comes into play as and you have to work for it you have to have you know for it to come to you and the results will be the results no matter Mm -hmm. what like but you won't get that result that you want unless you at least try for it and work for it so I yeah I do completely agree with what you have to say I don't know Brooke if you have anything to comment about you know what story was said about manifestation yeah no I definitely think I'm like I'm definitely not I don't know like I don't think I sit here and like manifest a lot of things but I also like (laughs) hardly kind of just like sit and think through things I'm like very kind of like get it done just go 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 so Mm -hmm. I definitely agree though like I think that the more you know it is kind of one of those things like you know keep telling yourself you can do it and you will or that sort of thing and uh, I definitely agree that you know you at the end of the day are in control to an extent you know of the actions you take in your life you know I am a huge kind of believer in, you know, kind of God figuring out what your life is going to be and kind of having the ultimate say and, and that sort of thing, you know, as, you know, a Catholic, that's kind of where my, my brain goes, but to an extent, you know, you also play a large role and, you know, you have to be willing to take actions that are going to get you to where you need to go but you're only going to be willing to do that if your mind is already telling you that you're going to be there or you're going to achieve whatever it is you're going for because if you you know go into something thinking you know I'm not gonna get this like you know I'm not going to get into the school or I'm not going to get this job or whatever the case may be then you automatically kind of self-sabotage and it becomes this whole thing Mm -hmm. so yeah I definitely agree that you have to kind of envision what you want to get the best results for sure mm-hmm. yeah that's right a thousand percent yeah. agree with you like me too like I, I um I go to these religious classes and she, like my teacher said it herself like she was like and I'm just gonna say this again but like the results are in God's hands or um, whoever you believe in and then it's but the work is still in your hands so like you have to you know and self-sabotage was actually a really good word that you brought up it's you can really self-sabotage yourself like you're going to I remember taking a test and I got really impatient and I was like I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna fail I'm gonna fail I didn't fail necessarily, but I still didn't do as good as I thought I was going to. So I think it's just one of those things that you can very much, very quickly self-sabotage yourself if you if you make that vision in your head, but if you think that, okay, I can do it. And even if you say like, it's a possibility, I can do this. And you're not like, oh, 100% sure I can do this. Like, even if you say it's a possibility, I think that still sets you up for a type of success for you. So yeah, I think it's important to have that type of habit of just not self-sabotaging yourself, but also knowing that you there's a certain extent to control that you have and that you can also 
you know, you have to work for it no matter what. So yeah, that's where I want to end it off. I don't know if you guys have any last comments to say about the word dream. Yeah, I feel like we ended off on a really good note because it kind of leads us to our next word, which is, Brooke, did you choose this word? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I chose the word reality, which was really because mm-hmm. I think you all chose dreams and I always like kind of talking about opposites and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it'd be kind of a fun way to kind of just I don't yeah. know, figure out both sides of the coin, if you That will. is really cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I realized it when I was, like, typing out the word to say, I was like, these go really well together. <laughs> and then I realized mm-hmm. after. Like, they don't go well, but they do. There's such yeah. good words to talk about because dreams and then there's reality. I feel like the more opposite they are, the more they kind of um, yeah. attract each other. I don't know. But when I think about the word reality, I think about being hit with reality. So have you guys ever had any experiences when reality just hits you whether it's a message that you've received from someone or even just yourself have you ever been hit so hard with reality that you've made a major change in your life um yeah so I there's two instances that come to mind for me one instance is like for a specific class that I have you know I didn't get I got back a few stuff and it wasn't the marks that I was expecting at all. And it was something like, it was crazy. And I was like, um, okay. And then it totally shifted my mindset to being horribly, you know, down on myself for something. And then also shifting my mindset to, okay, getting, figuring out where I need help, figuring out what I need to do, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's also what's um, a way where my mindset itself has completely shifted. Um, One more thing is that I used to, when I was younger, especially, I used to not pray as much. I used to just kind of like, whatever, ignore it. And then, you know, someone told me, was, are you even like, why are you not praying? Like, do you not follow the religion that you follow? Um, so basically, my point is, is that that was a huge reality check. Because I was like, if mm-hmm. I, do I even follow my religion if I don't pray? Like, that's a big thing. So that was a huge and huge shift in my life where now I'm very consistent with it now, thank God, just because it's something that, um, it was it was a reality check. It was something. So my mindsets have changed so much, and that's what's resulted in my reality checks for me. So I don't know about you guys. Um, what's been your reality checks? I think for me, kind of the main one that I can think of is when I was applying to colleges. Uh, so I I'm still this way, but I am like a very kind of logical. I like to have things planned out, like. I have a color-coded physical planner and I have a color-coded calendar on my computer. Like everything has to be written down. I'm just very kind of oriented like that. And so I kind of had this life plan from when I was in like third grade and I was going to become a vet and I was going to go to Cornell for undergrad and grad school and I was going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z and that was going to be it. And I remember looking at colleges and my mom being like you hate being cold like you literally hate the cold why are you looking at a school in upstate new york (laughs) like look somewhere south and i was like you're insane i'm not doing that it was this whole like back and forth you know 16 year old telling their mom that they didn't know what they were talking about and whatever and i remember as i was kind of touring schools and looking at schools it was very kind of evident to me that i really did not like, you know, my dream school as much as I thought I would. And I ended up going and touring the University of Kentucky where I graduated from um, and just absolutely falling in love with it. And I remember my tour guide, you know, 
telling me how they had animal science and which is like the major of my dreams and all of this stuff and it was just this whole kind of week-long process of me really kind of having this reality check of like oh wow maybe I like don't have my life planned the way I thought I did um and it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me um I still live in Kentucky now I live 10 minutes from my freshman dorm room in my apartment now I have an amazing group of friends an amazing job and you know my family loves visiting me and it's all great but it was definitely one of those things where I was like oh I don't necessarily know who I am if I don't go to Cornell was how I felt in high school and it was you know I don't know who I am if I don't follow my plan exactly the way I'm supposed to Mm -hmm. and looking back on it now I'm so 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 happy that my mom told me (laughs) to look at schools further south and all of that sort of thing Uh, so that was kind of the main one for me and then I think realizing when I was kind of at the point where I would have been you know applying for vet school if I had gone right out of undergrad of I really don't necessarily know what I want but I know that what I don't want is to go to another four years of school. And that was a big reality check for me too, in the sense that like, I always thought that, you know, you couldn't take a break and you couldn't take a gap year. And if you did, you were kind of a crazy person. And it was like, why would you take a break from school and then go back? But it was very evident to me, the kind of fall semester of my senior year that I was so incredibly burnt out. From, I mean, I'd been in school straight through for almost 16 years. I mean, most of my life, you think oh, about wow. it, like most of your yeah, life is wow. spent if you go, you know, because I went to like an all-day kindergarten and it was, you know, all the way through until I graduated in May. And I remember calling my parents at like two in the morning, just sobbing, being like, I, I can't do this. And they were like, then don't do it. (laughs) Nobody's making you go. And I was like, oh, you're not going to be mad if I don't immediately go into grad school. My dad was like, absolutely not. Like, you're the only one who thinks that that's what you're supposed to do. And I remember kind of in that moment being like, oh, okay, I'm just losing my mind and that's going to be where I am. And okay, cool. And that was another kind of moment for me where I was like, huh. I'm really glad that somebody stepped in and was like, dude, all of this is in your head because you are just, I don't know, you're built this way, but it's all in your head. Nobody's going to care. And I think those two moments for me, you know, as much as it kind of hit me in the face and it was like these major reality check moments, I think that they were also some of the most important moments in my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was really powerful. (laughs) I felt moved by that. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Sorry, but like, Have you ever had your reality checks? I can relate to Brooke on a, not as a, mm, I'm younger than you, of course, and you <laughs> had more life experience than me, of course, and you're probably going through kind of more difficult obstacles, especially because you're in adulthood. Um, but I do relate with like, kind of I guess you can call it the overthinking and being caught up in your thoughts sometimes us being we cause so much trouble for ourselves just by thoughts like nothing's going around nothing is happening but we're just thinking about thoughts we're not even thinking about thoughts we're attaching ourselves to thoughts and making a story out of it and I feel like 
when we are reminded that they're just thoughts, it's a huge reality check. Because I remember it was during quarantine, I was dealing with so many thoughts and emotions and I was caught up in my thoughts and I would allow that to control how my day was going and how I was feeling, my mood towards others. And I remember I've had a couple of talks with my parents, but there was one specific talk where it just completely snapped me into reality. It's kind of, sometimes you have those talks and you're scared, like you get shocked Mm -hmm. and it scares you, but it also puts you in your place and it sets you back to reality. Because when you have those talks, when you realize what like reality is and what and you when you get a reality check your life completely flips around it's just like a 360 mm-hmm. but it's so beneficial because if you don't get that reality check you're going to be stuck in that or because maybe we're not some of us we're not strong well I know me I'm not that strong enough to push out of my thoughts I sometimes need a hand I sometimes need someone to tell me that they're just thoughts even though I know that they're just thoughts but mm-hmm. I don't know that they're, I don't know well enough that they're just thoughts that I let it control my day and I let it make me break down, sob, and just to create a complete distorted reality. So <laughs> I feel for like people who go through that. And I feel like a lot of people go through that because it's a normal thing and it's not really brought up that much. And this was another reality check for me because it also made me realize that other people are going through the same things. And sometimes we all feel alone when we're in those thoughts. But when we hear other people's stories and how they're dealing with it and how we're all kind of relating on the same level in terms of dealing with our own thoughts and emotions, it's really relieving. And it's also another big reality check. It's like, we're all in this together and we all are thinking the same we have different experiences but at the end of the day we're all thinking the same we all have those thoughts we all have those days where we're overwhelmed by our thoughts and it's really just it's uh it's a big relief it's like two bricks like just floating off my shoulders yeah no you're right it's such a huge mindset shift also along with there's a whole 360 I agree with you with that and it's it's so crazy how you can shift but also all our stories have the similarities of that everything happens for a reason moment where it's like we had that mindset shift sorry I just meant (laughs) mind (laughs) shift set mindset shift (laughs) no nice we just had this mind shift set mindset shift where basically it was (laughs) it's just like to the point where it was we changed our mind but now looking back at it I'm like I'm so grateful that I did that and I'm sure like you just mentioned you were so grateful that you did that and yeah like I agree with you say but it's like we all have these like thoughts sometimes and we we overthink so much and it gets to the point when we finally realize that their thoughts it's a whole mindset it's a reality check too it's like your whole mindset changes to the fact that okay I I'm fine and this is these are just thoughts and they make it more easier to handle and your issues to handle and it's a whole whole realization that this was the better plan for me and this is the better idea for me to go with and it, like it's just so interesting that that's what the reality checks end up leading to and they always end up leading to the better which I just I found really interesting and like a mind-blowing thing mm-hmm. and at the end of the day uh ultimately 
everyone is being hit with reality checks every single day, no matter how big or how small they are, no matter how significant or insignificant they are, they are all reality checks. And reality checks are what make you change for the better. They're what they motivate you, they inspire you, they want to make you become a better individual. So when I get reality checks at first, sometimes it hurts because some of my reality checks, uh, they're from my parents and not them saying bad things about me, but them saying like what I've been acting like and how I've been treating them. And it hurts because it's like, wow, I've been like this and I need to start to make a change. And that's what, that's what we're here for. We're all here to give each other reality checks. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because if we didn't have reality checks, we'd be in our own little bubble, in our own little world, just not contributing towards this planet or this world. And it's it's a blessing honestly to have reality checks i have i don't know how many times i've said reality checks but <laughs> this this podcast is my big reality check as well it's like wow people are actually going through things people are actually going through the same stuff i think about because to, to be honest it's mind-blowing when i hear other people's stories although i get told all the time like by my parents like people are going through the same things it's it hits different when you hear it from somebody else other than in your household or other than in your bloodline like an actual it's, experience too yeah yeah it's wow it's just it makes you feel less alone more kind of secure comfortable with yourself so yeah that's my little spiel do you guys have anything to add on I don't think so yeah, I think that was most, I think that was most of it with, like, the reality checks. Yeah, I, oh, also, I think one more thing, have, did you guys, and this, I'm gonna bring this back to surface level, but did you guys ever watch the Expectation versus Reality videos on reality. YouTube? Oh, <laughs> that was the first thing that I thought of when I heard the word reality, because, like, I was obsessed with those videos, like, RCO Beauty, um, Nick and Gabby, like, they all posted the Expectations versus Reality. They're my favorite types ever. So yeah, I think, I think that they're, if you like, yeah, surface level, they're like really funny and they're like fun to watch and they're yeah. just kind of like, mm-hmm. like the reality versus expectation memes that you see of like people trying to decorate cakes and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of nice too, like on a deeper level that like there are these kind of, you know, quote unquote, you know, influencers or YouTubers who are posting things like that because I think so many people... Uh, like I have a 17 year old brother and you know I tell him all the time like because he is getting ready to go to college and all this stuff and he's like oh my god like when do you all study like all I see is that you went to like a big party school or this that and the other and I'm like well yeah there is that that." or like yes you see you know that I post that I went to dinner with friends or I post that I'm you know at the Kentucky Derby in Mm -hmm. a dress and a big hat and all this stuff but like you don't see you know, nobody's going to post the re- reality of, like, I haven't changed my sweatpants in four days, and I've lived in the library, like, nobody's going to change yeah. it, like, I am somebody who's always been just kind of, like, this is how it is, but, you know, I am constantly reminding, you know, my little brother or his girlfriend or people, you know, like, yes, this is, you know, what you can expect, you know, take college, for example, like, this is a thing that exists, and, you can find it. It's not hard to find, you know, the party scene or, you know, the glamorous parts of, you know, my job or the glamorous parts of being online and things like that. But, you know, you're not seeing 
everything. And so I think that, you know, I always kind of look at that kind of the older I get is like, I really love that people are starting to use social media for this kind of like expectation versus reality too, because I think that a lot of people look at, you know, influencers or they look at, you know, celebrities and, you know, circling back to kind of your first word, which was dreams. Like it's your dream to live in this giant house in LA Mm -hmm. and, you know, do all these really great things, but you're not seeing kind of the reality of their lives of like, yeah, but they also, they worked, you know, or I don't know, whatever the case may be for their life, but there was, there, there is a lot that you don't see. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I like Mm -hmm. that people are using social media for more good I feel like now yeah 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 you're right because it's like it's you just see a photo but then when the influencers actually make videos of what's actually a week in my life and what's like literally I'm working all day and my work never stops so you're definitely right like those types of videos that really show that they're real people and yeah so I, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on for the word reality or I think that's it a wrap up that's my wrap up uh wait I have to wrap up with a quote okay <laughs> uh What's a good reality quote? Uh, reality checks are okay. Wait, I reality wanna... checks are good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Reality checks are good. yeah. Like I was thinking, like because we were t- saying that everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason why we have those reality checks. I guess is the point. <laughs> check yeah. back to reality once in a while. Just check in once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's a good one. But yeah, I think that is all for this week's episode. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, this is such a cool conversation to have. Oh, thanks for having me. It was so fun. Yeah, of course. So where can they find you if, you know, they want to hear more of you or see more of you? Yeah, so the podcast is called Actually Though, just like uh, my blog and my Instagram. And it's on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts. I think by now it's on everything. Uh mm-hmm. The blog is actuallythough.org, uh, and I post very similar content to my podcast, but I also do a lot of kind of longer po- like blog posts and things. Uh, and then my Instagram is actuallythough underscore, um, and that's where I post, you know, everything from pictures of my dogs to all sorts of things. <laughs> that's Aww. great. So yeah, we'll leave all links of Brooks in the show notes if you guys want to check it out there. Um, if you guys also want to request a word for the upcoming episodes, make sure you guys email us at onewordconvos at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at onewordconvos. And also speaking of our Instagram, we've been really proud of our feed and don't shut up about it at all. So <laughs> oh, please, please follow us there because we're really proud of the feed now. <laughs> but yeah, Again, Brooke, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, yeah, that's it. Um, sorry. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. And always remember to oh, live authentically. To live authentically. Always forget to say that. Yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>